Welcome to Senequanon News. I'm your anchor, Persona Non Grata. Our card today covers surveillance overload, daily wire infighting, America First grift, and the conservative plight. Surveillance overload. Nikki Haley said that people should be required to dox themselves in order to use social media. There used to be a thing called identity theft, but now she wants to require us to surrender it just because somebody's feelings got hurt. She later doubled down on her position, proving that not only is stupidity stubborn, but also redundant. You would think that she is blissfully unaware of the unmasking of all kinds of people in the various capacities as part of legal, government security, journalism, political and private proceedings just in the last few years. James O'Keefe can fill you in on the details, and he and Trump have been victims of attorney-client privilege violations by the government. The FCC has re-engaged its war on all Internet users, picking up where it left off with its prior net neutrality initiative. In its so-called bid to make sure there is fair pricing for users, they claim the power to tell ISPs what software to use, what hardware to use, what antivirus to use, etc. Basically, the only thing they didn't specify is how many squares of toilet paper they could use during bathroom breaks. Make no mistake, this is a serious surveillance power play. This allows the government to do client-side scanning of your browsing. Now, client-side scanning from an Apple point of view is their ability to read your phone from the phone device itself. This gets around having to break encryption because they can observe your device exactly how you see it. Likewise, the government can tag your PC at the ISP to monitor whether you use, use a VPN, Tor, or any other routing ISP blocking service to anonymize your browsing activity. Also, control at this level creates an internet kill switch. Ladies and gentlemen, this level of surveillance and control is enough to make Xi Jinping blush. The SEC approved all of this this past week. I don't know if any other approvals are necessary or pending, but I hope so, and I hope they are shot down. And in other tech news, the SEC finally got a judge to rule crypto as a financial security. This was the crypto from library, which created Odyssey. Now library is shutting down because of all the fees and penalties from the SEC and can't even afford to appeal the decision. The federal government has had its eye on crypto for a long time, and now they got the decision they want so that they can regulate crypto. Pretty soon, you'll need a security license just to trade baseball cards. Ugh. Thank you, conservative media, talking heads, and pundits for missing the takeover of the entire internet. You suck. Speaking of conservatives, we had daily wire infighting this week to distract us from the complete takeover of the internet. Candace Owens made some statements of moral equivalency regarding the Israeli-Hamas conflict, basically the same as the no-war conservatives. Ben Shapiro called her out as he is almost single-handedly fighting the moral equivalency narrative with the mainstream press, and now we have a spat. Some have speculated that Candace's contract is coming up 
and she might be joining forces with Tucker Carlson just because she was on his show. It ended up with Owens quoting scripture about not being able to serve both money and God, to which Ben replied that Candace should quit if her job at the Daily Wire was coming between her and God. I don't think Ben was saying this angrily, but matter-of-factly. I also don't think it's particularly fruitful to virtual signal Christianity when you are having a disagreement with a friend, co-worker, or boss. Most think this should have been handled behind the scenes, but we don't know where things were left since the Kanye West debacle. And it is easy to see how Candace's comments were undermining Ben's fight with the mainstream media. I don't think that Candace's comments were necessarily wrong, just ill-timed and poorly worded. you got to look at the big picture. It would have been better to have Ben on her show and hashes out to create a better way to fight the mainstream media and get the anti-war conservatives on Ben's side instead of on the side of the mainstream media. Everyone is missing the nuance that the U.S. can be involved without boots on the ground. That is what Ben is advocating. Next, we turn to the America First grift. These are the I care more about American lives than you grift of the anti-war pussies. Don't criticize them. They are better than you. Withdrawal is the only move they got. Strangely, these people now reside on the right side of the political spectrum instead of the liberal hippie left side of the spectrum during the Vietnam War. They were the original leave the commies alone and we'll be fine of yesterday. Well, now we have our own commies who are ruining life and liberty in our very own country today and in all the other Western nations. Here's a partial list of benefits of the U.S. being a bully or hegemon. Winning the world wars and the fall of Russia or a couple of small ones. Petrodollars allowing for the export of oil and gas from the Middle East, which was chronically politically unstable. This not only fuels transportation, but is the primary ingredient in almost all plastics, as well as being used for TV and computer screens. Basically, all the products and services you can get globally, priced competitively, and available at a store near you, or delivered to your doorstep. The anti-war crowd can do every bit as much damage as the climate freaks with their withdrawal from the world tone. They claim they are not extremists, but none think we should do anything or help fund Israel despite the fact that there are one to two dozen American hostages. There was a time where if there was one American hostage, our military would be at your doorstep with murder in their eyes and an itchy trigger finger. I wonder what the opinion of the hostage would be knowing their country isn't doing anything to secure their release. Despicable. Instead, let's save the drug addicts from their fentanyl. Great, another drug war. That worked out well before. Pissing money away for a different cause is still pissing money away. In the end, we're just virtue signaling which pot to piss money away in. In fact, they are not America first. They are me first. And finally, we turn to the conservatives and the conservative plight. We lost so much in the last month, it looks like a nuclear wasteland. We lost the elections. We lost the speaker twice 
because the replacement was every bit as bad as the person they got rid of. The narrative on the Israeli-Hamas conflict, the Republican primary election fortification, the effing internet and crypto. There is a fundamental problem with the Republicans and conservative society. They are complainers. Conservatives need to stop monetizing being gaslit long enough to see what the hell is really going on. Complaining about the downfall of Western civilization doesn't prevent it. Looking back, I can see the entire conservative movement from the politicians to the media is just a complaint feedback box. All they do is accept money and feedback. They may incorporate the feedback into their campaigns and shows, but they never actually do anything. What's the point of the Republican Party? It would be one thing if you could blame their impotence on being canceled, but that ain't the case. I am so sick of political fraud. You can't blame voters for political fraud. They tell you what you want to hear for your vote and money. Then they betray you. And when they do, that is only okay or good. If you want great, you have to go above and beyond your promises greatly. Leaders don't ride the coattails of the latest constituent fad, a la illegal immigration. They sell themselves as adaptable problem solvers that deliver results in an ever-changing political climate. It's not about who you are or what you do. It's about both who you are and what you do. For Senequa Non News, I'm Persona Non Grata. Please spay and neuter your politicians. Good night.